Hello and welcome back to Voice of the Fire. I've been silent for a very long time, no more episodes, but for now I'm back. Back with time to tell stories, back with time to think about stories, and back with time to cut the interviews with storytellers that I have already done, which I hope will come in the next months, in the next weeks perhaps. But as life is unpredictable, I don't want to give you a firm date on when anything's going to come, it's going to come when it comes. Expect me when you see me, as Gandalf told to Frodo. So, but I want to start with a story. And this one is a story that actually happened to me. But life does not come story-shaped. I think you all know that. If you want to tell something to someone, to anyone, you have to move bits away. You have to add other bits. This doesn't make sense and you have to stop talking about your strange friend Thomas because nobody knows him. And if you mention him, you'll have to tell his story and his story might take over yours. Life is messy and strange and you really have to be a full-time editor if you want to get something out of it that looks even remotely like a story. Yet, sometimes there are events and moments that take on an irresistible shape. They seem to exist separately from anything else that happens to you because they have, for whatever reason, the right shape. Imagine you have different halls in your mind. All of them have very specific shapes and you are always trying to press your experiences into them, but they never have the right shape for those holes. Sometimes you end up scratching your mind and sometimes the stuff pops and spills over and your mind gets all sticky and unpleasant. But there are those events that are made for one of the specific holes that you have in your mind. There is one story I am sure you all know. It's about a young man, or sometimes a young woman, who is in the labyrinthine streets of an old French town or a Medina somewhere. They are looking for something important, something magical, and it's impossible to find. Suddenly they see a shop, a small old shop that they have never seen before. They are drawn into it, and when they enter it, they find everything they were looking for there. Now sometimes they take a little thing, sometimes they leave the shop without taking anything to get a friend or a parent to show them this magical, impossible shop that just appeared out of nowhere. When they try to find it again, it's always gone as though it never existed. I remember one of those events from childhood. The world is more of a story when you are a child, after all. I was walking home after school sometime in the afternoon. I had a few routes that I would take, depending on how I felt that day. This one was the quiet route, the one that made me think. On that route, I walked past a house. 
It was a big house with two stories and an attic. It wasn't old. It wasn't a haunted house. No weird old man lived there. It was a very nice house. Usually it seemed empty. Like many very nice houses do. I imagine that one day the owners got everything exactly right, just the way they wanted it, and then they said, Right! Nobody touch anything! It's perfect! We can leave now! But this time there was a boy in front of the gate that led to the garden. I had never seen him before. He was about my age. That was strange, I thought. I thought all children my age would be in my class. And he wasn't. He said, Hello. I said, Hello back. Do you want to visit me and play? He asked me. Do you live here? I asked him and pointed at the house. He nodded. I looked at the house. I looked at him. I said, Sure, let's go. So we went into that very nice house and we climbed the broad wooden stair. He lived on the second floor together with his mother. His mother was a beautiful woman with long, dark hair, but she looked a bit tired. He said they were moving a lot. I liked the house. It looked different inside, less perfect. Things were lying around on the floor a lot, the house was made of wood. The floor creaked pleasantly when you walked on it. There were stairs leading to platforms, and the attic was open. There was only half a ceiling, and you could look up into the rooms above you. His mother simply smiled at us, and we went into another room to play. Now, at that time I was collecting Masters of the Universe figures. I had a big box of them. If anyone knows what I am talking about, you'll know that there were rarer characters, guys you could never find anywhere. And that was long and long, long before Emerson or even the internet. If you were lucky, you found a magazine somewhere and it had small pictures of those elusive figures that you could study, that you could look at for hours and you could memorize what they looked like and you could imagine the abilities that they had and you could figure out plenty of stories with them. Well, that boy, he had them all. He had all the characters I wished I had. He even had some I had never seen before. It was amazing. We immediately went into the complicated political discussions that happen when two boys try to distribute the figures between themselves. We lie, we cheat, we exaggerate, we cry how bad that figure is. We exchange two, sometimes even three bad ones for a really, really nice one. We somehow figure it out, and the hours just melt away, disappear into nothing. We created so many worlds and so many storylines that day. But then it got dark. I had to go home. His mother had made some food for us and we ate it while we played, so I wasn't hungry, but it was time. We said goodbye. He walked me through the to the gate and through the gate and stopped there. He seemed to be waiting for something, or someone. I waved and left, feeling happy, my head buzzing with all those stories that we had made up. Now, 
I already told you the shape of the story. So you know how it ends. I never saw the boy again. The next time I went past that nice house, a week or two later, it seemed as empty as before. Nobody stood in front of the gate. The windows were dark on the second floor. Over the years, I have sometimes talked to people about this. People that knew the village I grew up in. Nobody knew their boy or his mother. Nobody had ever heard of them. For all I know, they may never have existed at all. <laughs>